Hi everyone, welcome back to the It's So Weird podcast. My name is Christy and my lovely co-host is Marcy and we are continuing our conversation on purpose, our musing, our anecdotal stories, and our philosophy on what purpose is. Thanks so much for listening. Hello! (laughs) I just see the chair bouncing up and down. I'm like, "Is is that my camera? I was like, no. Those are my giant footsteps. <laughs> my house is very bouncy. It, it is very bouncy. It is. So uh, you got key taken care of? I did. I did. That was great timing. I was just walking out the door and he pulled in. Um, anyway, I just pulled the trigger on $20,000 right there. Woo! Yay. <laughs> now the buyer's remorse. <laughs> no, it no, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. All right, so pause for a second. So I guess my point about walking down my street mm-hmm. is I see a lot of trash. And, and I'm not used to it because I did live in Colorado for 10 years. And where, they're where they very trash. They, they pick up their trash. Like regular people pick up the trash. Yes. You know, and that's, boy, that's, that is a, they they don't, they don't rely on civil servants. If they see trash, they pick it up. Now, I don't know what they're doing with the COVID situation because everybody's gone batshit crazy, but they used to pick up the trash, whether they had put it there or not, they Mm -hmm. felt it was part of their civic duty, their purpose. Yeah. Uh, Keeping the environment clean. It's really simple. So I guess my point is, um, I we've been talking about recycling. Yes. And um, we we've been talking about doing a podcast on recycling. Yes. So I looked up city beautification for Indianapolis. Uh huh. It's a favorite word of theirs. And you can adopt a block. Yeah. I was going to, this is what I mean by if you glum on to a purpose, do yeah. your research. So I looked at it, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to contact the person in charge of the prod, you know, the project. Cause sometimes a website doesn't tell you everything and Correct. it certainly doesn't speak to the personality of the person who's in charge. And yeah. uh, yeah, I'm not going to just fall into it and say, I'm, I'm going to adopt a block. And then, huh. <laughs> and then um, get involved yeah. in something that maybe I don't want to invest in. Maybe I can just do it on my own, adopt a block on my own without any. I, I so I have to find out if there's a benefit to joining this program yeah. and will it help the city in general or can I just start carrying around a trash bag and look like a crazy lady? Yeah. And pick up trash. Right. And, and you know what? I really appreciate it. And I don't say it enough. There are volunteers, um, ninja volunteers <laughs> that pick up the trash on the Milwaukee trail uh, and yeah. occasionally, so yeah. And occasionally I'll run into one of them and they'll fess up to it. And they say, Oh, I come out here every Tuesday. And I, and, and I'm just like, you know, thank you. And, and, um, 
I, I guess, you know, sometimes your purpose is feeding your ego and sometimes your purpose is just the quiet satisfaction that you get from doing it. And, you know, both of those things are valid. Yeah. It would improve my motivation and I think it would improve others. I, I really do believe that human beings like a pretty, a oh. pretty airy, like not pretty as in pretty good, no, but pretty but as I, in beautiful. I mean, that, that is, you know, I, you know, depression and, uh, you know, um, I, I know that, uh, part of my, uh, tidiness habits are a way for me to stave off depression because, um, when I start letting things stack up or go undone, then, you know, you reach a point, um, or at least I do where, you know, it, it's like, well, I'm just not going to do anything. Like there's no point there's, there's I'll never no get, all of there's no up. purpose. There's no purpose. And, and it really does help me. I mean, I make my bed every day and there's no one here to judge or admire or anything about my bed being made, but I do it. Um, because sometimes that's literally the only thing that went right all day. (laughs) 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 Those days are few and far between now, but there was a time in my life where literally that would be the thing that I would be like, well, okay, my house is clean and my bed is made and literally every other purpose that I had today went to shit. (laughs) Yeah. I even wake this, this whole thing started like my real focus on the project. You know, I had talked to you that I wanted to do a podcast on purpose, but I really didn't know where I was going to go with it. And so I went to bed and you know how I am with dreams. They're very, I'm very lucid. I'm very much participant in my own dreams. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what's going on. I make decisions. It's, it's like a movie. Yeah. An odd Christie movie. So I have this movie where I own a feed store. Okay. And I just bought it, but the previous owners keep coming in and taking things <laughs> which uh-huh. relates back to a private situation we had discussed it must either way the third person to come in and take something i became very angry yes and i gave him the finger like not the full-on finger but i was like you know we were having a heated discussion he leaves and calls the sheriff to come arrest me. Because that's against the law. <laughs> it's against the law. Now, I did not know this at the time. So I wake up immediately when the sheriff walks in the room. I was like, oh, hell no. I've yeah. never been arrested <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and I'm shutting this movie off. So I wake up. I'm pissed off. Yeah. And this is where it goes back to purpose is I wake up mad at a situation that did not really occur. I think that that happens. It's happened to me. It happens a lot to people. Yes. Yes. So I wake up, I think, is it really illegal to give somebody the finger? Given everything I watch on TV, 
all the violence, the killing, the murder, kidnapping of children. Yes. Uh, it's it's it, just ridiculous. But you cannot physically in this reality give the finger to somebody because you can be arrested and prosecuted. Yes, I learned that um, from experience. I did not. <laughs> normally in real life, I don't give people the finger, right? Um, no, normally you don't. Sometimes no. I do. It's very um, rare. But yeah. I, I had to look... What I became frustrated with is that, you know, I try to find a lot of purpose in my life. And these are the things that interrupted, which made me even angrier at myself because uh, I woke up angry and it's my fault. Um, yes. You know, and I had to redirect. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was like, this is ridiculous, but I can see where if if you didn't do that, you could have a really bad day for um, no, no good reason. Absolutely. That happens to me. Do you think this is unique to no. me or do you think no. this? I, I think it, with- um, I think it happens to everyone. I, we don't always recognize it and redirect. Um, and sometimes we recognize it. And, and at least for me, sometimes I'm like, well, I'm just going to wallow in it today. <laughs> no, I don't um, want to wallow in it. I'm wrap myself up in this anger or this sadness, and this is going to be my purpose today. But yeah, I, I, 100%, that happens to all of us. Uh, you know, we're moving along, we're, we're serving our purpose. And then a bump in the road happens and, um, you know, we're unable to shake it off immediately. Sometimes we're unable to shake it off ever. That is, that is truly a saddening thing about um, purpose and losing your drive and, and giving up. I think that we all can relate to um, whether we know someone or we've done it ourselves where um, something has happened that has taken us off course. And then we have chosen that this is no longer our course. This is no longer our purpose because of X, Y, Z. For many years, I had a visual image of my life. And that image was, I was pushing an elephant up the stairs a second Mm -hmm. image, you know, and, and clearly that's from, um, the REM song. Um, (laughs) yeah, I didn't know that. So um, yeah, uh, it's an REM song. Oh goodness. Uh, the name escapes me. Um, but anyway, that's, that's how I imagined my life. Um, another image that I would have from my life is Lucinda Williams, a line from a Lucinda Williams song, which is I've been shot and I just didn't fall down. And, those were things that instead of imagery that instead of quitting, because I mean, if you've been shot, you should fall down. Um, and you really shouldn't try to push an elephant up the stairs. That's correct. Really hard. But those were things that drove my purpose because I very much can be manipulated by other people and by myself with the thought of it can't be done. You know, um, Audrey Hepburn famously said, what is in the word impossible? Possible. 
And <laughs> right, right. So when someone says something is impossible, my thought immediately goes to possible's in there. It is possible. Yeah, I'm a rule breaker. You just you if know, you say I can't do it, more than likely I will I'm still gonna try. try. <laughs> I might fail. Right. Right. And 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 that's, you know, it, but it you is. have to be passionate enough about it to want to go to that effort. Yeah. And again, like you mentioned, um, a lot of people go through hiccups. Yes. And it's heartbreaking <laughs> when um, I just recently experienced this with um, someone that I had been mentoring, encouraging her to uh, take her personal trainer exam. I thought that she um, would make an excellent personal trainer. She really rushed through the material, you know, in three or four months, which I felt like was um, too quick. She took the test. The test is $150 to take. Um, she failed the test and then she quit. Oh she said, no. She said, no, she may not quit forever. She said, no, this is not worth $300 to me. So it's not worth me taking the test again. And you know, it, it is, it's saddening because not to say that, you know, being a personal trainer is everybody's purpose in life, but I've watched her evolve and, um, become more involved in encouraging people in, um, living well and being fit and being healthy. And I've watched her, um, transform herself. And then she hits this hiccup and she quits. And, um, well, you know, that's where I have a problem with these type of tests. Um, well, I think they, they do create a lot of roadblocks. I, I do know that in its design, I, wait, wait. <laughs> I know that people, some people are not good test takers. Correct. And I think that that's problematic when it's a situation in which your motivator, I mean, these motivators that get paid $25 million a year. Mm-hmm. No, nope, they didn't take a test nope. to be a motivator. So, nope. that, you know, I have a lot of issues with, right. okay. So if you're going to be a doctor, I would like you to take a couple of tests. Well, and, and that's where I come from. If you're going to be a professional personal trainer. I want, I want you them to, to have take some credentials. Yeah. I don't want you to. I, I still like the guild idea where, where the um, mentor trains the student, the well, student becomes the master, the master trains the student. I, I think it's a different yes. level of it's, it's not only intelligence, but emotional ability. Uh-huh. And that's and, rare. And- Right. And that's where I think that it's important in, in a profession like this, that you pass that test because you have to have grit and motivation and, um, you have to get back. So you think the test isn't that difficult where, no, I think the test is hard. And I express that many times (laughs) the test is hard. It took me twice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is very common for you to fail it the first time. Is it all verbal? Is it verbal? Is it written? um, It is written. It is videotaped. It is a verbal cueing. Um, You know, you have to know quite a bit. Um, You know, you have to know anatomy, you have to know physiology. 
um, you have to know uh, body mechanics. Um, then you, you know, also it's a little bit of psychology. You know, you got to know how to motivate people. There's a lot to what personal trainers do. And so, you know, to say, well, I know 700 different exercises. Well, who cares? Do you know the purpose of those exercises? Do you know how to string a exercise program together that's going to help a client reach its goals? Do you know how to not only have those exercises, but to be able to get into that client's head to motivate them to do those exercises? Do you understand um, warning signs and are you able to shift gears? So I think that it's really important that you have some um, credentials uh, behind you and the, and you also can't get insurance if you're not certified. Oh, so yeah, that's problematic. So there, there are those two issues. And, and an example of this, my ex-husband, not a test taker, you know, uh, really struggled um, in school, just you know, not a test taker. Um, for many years, he was a vascular sonographer. And so what that means is um, he did blood flow studies. Um, so he would look at um, your veins and your arteries to check and see that you had good blood flow. Um, he could map for uh, a physician where the blood flow was restricted. Um, he took pictures of these things. Um, my understanding it was very technical, very technical. And my understanding from many doctors and um, professionals that trained him is he was the best. And he eventually left the clinical side and got into the development side with a medical company. Now, so kudos for him. He's very good at it. To get certified to be a vascular sonographer, you had to take a test. The test was $250. He failed that test five times. Ouch. God Is that him. normal? No. <laughs> hey. No, it's normal to fail it once. He failed it five times. Three of those five times, he failed it by one question. And yeah, see, that's where I think you're quibbling. It's quibbling. Persistence pays off. I know it does well, pay okay, off, so but it can be. What you're saying is, is that, you know, there should be a standard, but then if someone can't meet that standard, but they've met all these other standards that we should give them a pass. Well, th what the fuck is the point of having a standard? Okay. And, and my point How about is, this? How is about this? truly your purpose, my biggest, people stick with it. My biggest problem is, is that pay barrier. You know how I feel about those pay barriers. They already received their money. Yes. And, and you know what? It, so can, couldn't they I, not? do 250 and then $50 each time. It, I, I feel I like, don't, right. I don't disagree with that. I, I truly don't. I do not disagree with that at all. Because um, that will be a barrier for a lot of people. Yes. Then they lose that purpose. They lose that mm -hmm. drive. You know that they're talented. You know, they're perfect for the job that this could be a but way then, you know, my, my thought is, is if they are perfect for the job and if this is their purpose, they will persevere. I mean, I experienced I that month after month in my business of, you know, I didn't, I didn't make the bar. I was in the red, you know, do I fold or do I, 
lean into it and change something and, you know, talk to my creditors and say, give me a little bit more time or, you know, talk to, uh, you know, my, my uh, folks that owe me money and say, you know, yeah, you got, you, you got creative. Right. Ex- exactly. And, and so that's, that's what this, the test taking, I, I do agree with your point that it can be, you know, very expensive and why I resent this. Let me give you a little history. Why I resent this. Uh, Most of the corporations that we know today, they had no monetary barriers to start their companies or to start their careers. So uh, like Nabisco, you, you could cook those crackers in your oven and then go out and sell it to a store And there were no regulations, no FDA. There was no food uh, restrictions. You could literally poison a hundred people and nobody would know it. I can't even bake cookies from homemade from scratch and take them to the school because they need to have the nutritional content. Right. And and that restricts a lot of growth of small businesses they took it they they were in that time period i know that this is all time period also in situation it's a lot more complicated but what i'm saying if you wanted to be a dog walker Mm -hmm. you could just go walk your neighbor's dog Mm -hmm. and dependent on your performance your output your Mm -hmm. reliability you could become a business for walking a dog Now you have to get certifications. Mm -hmm. You have to go through training. You have to join a club of dog walkers. They have, they want to mentor you or monitor you. And I find that very restrictive. Um, It can be very restrictive. Um, Again, not to say, okay, let's, it, it kind of goes, we've created this situation because we forgot something very important. And that is called buyer beware. And so we expect our government, you know, we, we blame our government for being so incredibly huge. And this is totally getting away from purpose. Um, Actually, no, it's not because purpose, uh, this is, I don't think it gets away from it at all. Because if you, if you believe like you have a motivation to be a physical trainer or a dog walker or a scientist, if you continually come against um, barriers of monetary or regulations, mm-hmm. your, your drive tends to go down percentages. And only, only the strongest, the strongest say, fuck it, I'm going to go do it anyway. And isn't that who you want? No, not always. No, no, actually. Fair, um, fair enough. I, I've known a ton of designers that were absolutely awesome, beautiful, creative people that through the structure of academia said, screw this and went into graphic design. They would have been awesome interior designers or possibly architects. Right. And they, they found a different path because they couldn't adhere to the rules. Yeah, I, I, I just think that we squelch a lot of purpose productive purpose-driven people and then they just for whatever reasons and it's not always because they didn't want to do it it actually could be just fate like bad luck 
Right. Yes. So, yeah. I'd like to change that a little bit. I think that's why we're so affected during COVID because a lot of people lost their drive, their purpose, and then they became despondent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they didn't again, know how to redirect. To me, it goes back to, I can't want it more than they do. I mean, I, I, I deal with that constantly with. Yeah. But you know, why provide an environment that that affects 90% of the population? Uh, be specific. I'm not following you. Meaning why did we allow the government to create a situation in which your purpose got interrupted for so long? Um, Your ability to, let's say, um, like if you uh, are a bartender or mm -hmm. that's why I started thinking about this with RuPaul is these drag queens, I'm not sure if they've been able to work. Well, I mean, yeah, none of us have any reason to get dressed. I feel sad for them. <laughs> I'm sad for me. One day last week, I just got really dressed up and I went to work and everybody's like, wow, you look good. Why are you doing this? And I was like, I, I didn't have any clients today. And I am I tired for not, myself. I'm tired of not wearing these boots. I want to wear these boots. And then I showed up at the work site and everybody's like, hey, you can't work because those boots are highly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to relate. Not directly. Working, I'm not relating this directly to COVID because this is truly a hiccup. What I'm saying is, is that in this research of looking at what is my purpose, what is mm-hmm. um, that there are so m- many people trying to help you find your purpose. Yes, there are. And I would say, I would, I would say not, not to be a pessimist, but I would say that there are a fair number of people that are avoiding their purpose. And I have been that person. I, as I said earlier, you know, sometimes I just want to wallow and wallowing does not uh, move me forward. It does not get me closer to my purpose. It does not fulfill me. But sometimes I just want to do that. And unfortunately, there are people out there that spend their lifetime doing that, you know, avoiding their purpose, um, not utilizing their talent and making excuses. And sometimes those excuses are real. I mean, you know, sometimes it is an explanation, but, you know, I tend to believe that impossible has the word possible in it. You just quit. And, and, and that's, that's um, a lot of times what it comes down to. And, you know, sometimes that's for me too. I mean, isn't that what Grogan's book is all about? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know who he is. Yeah. I mean, highly popular in Instagram. Yeah. I'm a little bit like a, you know, kind of, kind of like a man in that way. I've all, I've always been because, you know, don't be a quitter. Don't be a quitter. I mean, that, don't that, quit that, on yourself. You know? Um, yeah. I, I really believe in that. I really believe that oftentimes people quit on themselves and, you know, decide, set up these barriers and, and, and I mean, I know that for me personally, I know that, you know, my insurance agent 
and I are good friends and um, she has watched my business evolve over the last 20 years. And she used to say to me, you should write a book. And I'd be like, oh, you're hilarious. And she said, no, you should write a book. Didn't I just say that you should write a self-help book? This is what she wanted me to title it. How to run your business into the ground. Oh, (laughs) and that's not the direction I was going in. No, but it was a very true statement. And, and, and frankly, it's astonishing that I still have a business because I did so many things to sabotage myself. Um, but I always had this purpose, um, but I got in my way a lot. Uh, and now I don't get in my way as much. I still get in my way a little bit. I get into my head. Um, I don't talk nice to Marcy. I, I don't uh, communicate well to other people as, as, as you and I, as I talked to you a week or so ago, I said, you know, I had no compassion last week and it showed and that was the week before last. And then last week I had to go back to a couple of relationships that I have and say, you know what? That was not my best work. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> and, and so, you know, um, but I always had this purpose. And so even though I was doing lots of wrong things, I had a purpose that kept me doing the bare minimum of right things to keep me going. And I feel um, like there, there needs to be those gaps that you cannot be 100% all the time. Nobody wants to be around you. You know what? There, there are people that I know that are as driven as can be, and they've accomplished so many things in their life. And I don't want to spend a minute with them because (laughs) I don't, right? Um, Because I like character flaws. I like folks that are not perfect. And I think that that's valuable too. And you cannot be, you can be imperfect and still pursue your purpose. I think that's the most beautiful thing of all. We all love that. We all love the underdog story. We all love to know that, you know, this person rose above their challenges and still accomplished their goal. To answer my question, then, I guess that's why they do like that on RuPaul. Like people want to know that you're not perfect. Right. We all do. <laughs> so I mean, really that's deep. such a weird motivation. Like I know yeah. that's that's what makes us human. I mean I know. it is to me it is far less impressive if you are a doctor and you are the fourth generation doctor. You know, just like business owners. Um I am far less impressed with someone that is a third generation owner of a company than I am with someone like me that came from nothing. Um, Correct. But don't you appreciate the idea that they also were keeping that company going? Like your company can go, if you don't, if you're, if you don't stay attentive, Mm -hmm. the company will fail. Eventually. Yes. (laughs) Eventually. Eventually. Um, So yeah, yeah. I feel like third generation, if, their company is still successful. Somebody's putting some type of effort into it. Sometimes, sometimes, and and I've, I I have literally done this with my business. Um, Twenty fourteen, I 
literally walked away from my business for a solid year and she didn't close down. I uh, experienced three other clubs opening up in my community, which is pretty small. Um, so my business took a hard hit. Um, there was an opportunity to develop that trail. However, that was going to be a full-time job for me. And I chose that. I chose to volunteer and not get paid and just, well, let's see what's going to happen. And it was ugly. It was, it was ugly, but my business survived. And that's, that is the thing about businesses and time going back to Nabisco, you know, um, once you're established, it's easier to stay in business. I'm not saying it's easier to grow your business because if you're not paying attention, the likelihood of your business growing is, is not great. But if you're just looking to stay in business, you know, there's a lot of second and third generation and fourth generation people that have squandered their business because, you know, they could just coast because they can. Cause they, yeah. Cause you can coast along. And, and so do you feel like that they don't see, this is where it goes back to the philosophical question in which all these self-help books refer to, you're talking about monetary gain as purpose. The, these people, well, no, not, about not the, the purpose not, of life, like, yeah, the, not necessarily. So, so, you know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of successful affluent second and third generation business owners that I know um, their purpose in life is, you know, enjoying their life. And so, <laughs> right, taking vacations to Maui and, you know, making sure that they, you know, have all of the latest, uh, you know, creature comforts. And so if that's how they judge their purpose, then, you know, sure, they're moving right along. But, you know, monetarily, oftentimes, you know, they're, they're, purpose, their, their growth of their business maybe isn't doing so great. You know, I love to talk to um, second and third generation people that are evolving their family business into another direction because then you get to see purpose, but they're definitely, you know, uh, second, third, fourth generation business owners that are just like, you know what, this is how dad did it. This is how I'm going to do it. And right. They what, adopt their, their, right. like right. lineage. but again, like maybe their purpose is, you know, to just really enjoy their life. And I'm not saying that that's not valid because that is valid. I mean, I, I do that. I, I, you know, I wait, hold on for a second. Yeah. Do you hear those dogs? I do hear those dogs. I love Yeah, I've got to take care of that. I apologize. I have a purpose in life and that is. Well, and that might be a good time for us to wrap it up because. Yeah, let's let me put the dogs outside and then we can wrap it up better. Okay. Does that make sense? Take those dogs out. Because I don't think people are able to hear us. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, sometimes your purpose is to take care of your dogs. (laughs) that's the situation i'm in right now i live you know i live in my house and i have dogs and uh this is where the podcast occurs that's all right as as nicely i'm sorry i i actually am surprised at how nicely zoom has worked out for us 
Yes, um, it's an excellent company. It's a great solution. I would like for that to ch to change because I do enjoy I miss physically. I do. I miss seeing you. Um, I don't know if you know about the purpose of I-69 right now. <laughs> but uh, the the 37 I-69 route to Indianapolis uh, from Martinsville to somewhere north of Martinsville is apparently going to be under construction for the next year. Yes. So yeah, been, I knew about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a train wreck. Don't even get me started on this state's inability to create a road within a timely fashion when i lived out in colorado they could they could finish a project within three months that takes indiana literally six years to Ten do years. which makes yeah. me question our choices in leadership leadership as well as where are we throwing our money who are we throwing our money at because they seem unable to lay down asphalt in yes. a day Yes. It's like in patches of five yards. I know. It, it <laughs> is. I know I sound judgy, but having lived other places, and I think no, it's I, really I think, important. I think that all Hoosiers feel this. And, and so um, it's not just me. No, no. But again, this is where I get aggravated because we have consistently for the last, I think Evan Bayh was the, um, the last Democratic governor that we had, um, and that was about 1990. <clears throat> We've consistently voted nothing but Republican leadership. Now, I, I am not, you know, advocating for Democrats. I am advocating for people to do their research and make different decisions because I, I've been voting for losers for 25 years here in Indiana, because I look at the folks that are running and I think, hmm, are they going to do anything for me? And I don't think that they are. And having worked the polls, and you know, I've talked about this before, um, oftentimes people do not make educated decisions. They come in and say, how can I just vote straight Republican? Very seldom. I think I've only been asked two times in about 16 elections. How do I vote just straight Democrat? And yeah, make folks make better decisions, educate yourself on who's running and what they do for a living and then hold them freaking accountable. <laughs> yes. You know, I and sometimes I, you just have to move though. Yeah. Sometimes so you, you just really do move. just have to move. So yeah, last week um, I sent out six letters to my representatives begging them to focus on the tasks that are ahead of us and stop politicizing things. S -s Clearly, um, Donald Trump did not win the election. No. Stop trying <laughs> Stop. to manipulate history. And I think, gosh, you know, these people were voted in by an overwhelming major majority. And this overwhelming majority would like roads fixed and we'd like, you know, jobs created and we would like, you know, to have less violence and less drug use. And our leaders are 
concerned right now with keeping one person in the White House that didn't win the election. And I'm like, can we? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just frustrated. Yeah. Uh, that- in general with both sides you know how i feel about this i feel like well i think there needs to be be, uh 20 sides not two sides right yeah yeah yeah. trump lost okay great awesome move on let's Let's move move on on. let's because we have problems to solve lawmaking let's go back to lawmaking for i i really don't care about trump i think people should stop putting so much effort into one person i'm pretty sure that nobody would desire that unless you're insane which right possibly he is you know i'd like to do a podcast to to wrap this up but this goes to a podcast that i'd like to do in the future mad king george and and all the leaders that have been considered insane mm-hmm. and what resulted from that because yeah I think we need to stop focusing on one person. We need to get back to legislation. We need oh, to Oh goodness. Get back I mean, that's their helping. purpose. That is the legislators. Purpose, yeah, good because you legislate. That's a good way to wrap and, it up. Get back to your purpose yeah, let's as back to, to our why purpose. you're so, a civil servant. Anyway, um, hopefully we have uh, given some folks to something to think about, um, which is always our goal. We aren't here to provide answers. Um, we're just having a conversation and exploring ideas. And I hope that someone out there listening that maybe has been um, struggling with a purpose or maybe considering throwing their purpose in the trash, that given them something to consider, something to mull over. And um, if you're down, I hope you get back up, shake yourself off and continue on because big purposes, little purposes, they all matter. That's all I have to say. So thanks for listening, guys. This has been Christy and Marcy. It's so weird podcast. Um, You can uh, like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at Barks Loudly. You can listen to us on Spotify, on Google Play, on iTunes, on Stitcher. And did I forget anything, Chris? No. All right. Oh, YouTube. So, oh, well, yeah, that helps. Yep. Yeah, but those are a little bit behind. I've been working on uh, posting YouTube videos to our older podcasts. Just oh, great. So that you Thank can kind of look at something visual. I uh, like to look at things. Yeah, and listen to the podcast. So uh, cool. It's a weird YouTube podcast. It's all one word. Yep. And and we are recording this week on Tuesday. Um, that's going to be our new day. So we'll start putting them out on Wednesdays. I believe so. All right. So we, are, we are redirecting and adapting to yeah. different situations, which I believe, I know we're saying goodbye, but redirect. If something pops up that isn't within your plans, just redirect. Just redirect. It doesn't doesn't have to be permanent. That's right. That's all right. All right. Well, have a great week, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Tune in next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
Toda vez que tentas parece que metade do mundo não quer Cada vez que tentas e remas parece que é contra a maré Cada vez que eles falam tu passas, eles estão na frente, ultrapassas Por mais que eles queiram que tu caias, tu vais acabar de pé Contra tudo e contra todos, só motivação te leva lá Quando contas são tão poucos, aqueles que de verdade te querem cá É impossível, esquece, o pensamento não é esse Eu inventei motivação, limite para mim não há Quero ver o vivo, lutar pelo que é seu Quero continuar a lutar pelo que é meu E não vale a pena que não se convenceu Não me vou tirar o ouro do que venceu Quando ganho tô cá, quando perto tô cá é que dá a vitória da vida Quando ganho tô cá, quando perto não há ninguém que me dê um bom dia Há seis tatuadas no braço, não são à toa A língua esterra esteja da mente de quem voa Motivação num olhar e num abraço De quem acredita no teu sucesso Mais do que todos no teu fracasso É Aquilo que eu gosto, aquilo que eu tento é ser alguém Pensa quem estava no meu lado Quando eu comecei, mas não estava ninguém Agora estou no carro a tocar onde vais Sou no cartaz, festivais Sou igual a ti, sonhos igual a mim Queria chegar aqui, agora quero muito mais Quero o meu people, não quero o meu título Aquilo que eu digo, eu digo convicto Que a força que eu tenho, quero ver contigo Só a clichê, mas eu consigo Teu não é, o sonho é meu Inveja não é de quem venceu Quem não sonha, quem morreu Pés na terra, olhos no céu 24 até quando não devia E arriscado, mas escolhi a minha vida Faço o que eu quero e há tudo o que eu queria Disse que não dá Dia, não estás lá, até o dia Dedo no meio para quem não cria Agora a mensagem é para a minha cria Foi no que vier, don't stop dreaming Vais ter inimigos, mas não te preocupes Grandes espíritos encontram oposição E menos medíocres Falta muito, só não falta o que tenho que ter Eu faço o que vocês fazem Mas só como eu sei fazer Oh, 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 oh É só motivação, people quer motivação Só não pode não tentar obstáculos, são motivação Don't let them go